It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Jerry is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. I've got Eddie Scazzeri with me. Oh, hi there, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. So um, I went to see Tom Green this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where at? He was at Stress Factory in New Brunswick. Okay. Uh, So my friend John, who's a fan of his, he was like, oh, do you want to go? So me, him, and Gina went. His wife was uh, not available to go, so it was just the three of us, but sold out two shows, 7 o'clock and a 9.30. Of course, we went to the 7 o'clock show. Yes. But I thought you would find this interesting. He brought his dog with him. Awesome. Yeah, and he, the dog was on the stage with him the entire hour or whatever he was on stage for. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. It looked, at times it looked nervous, the dog, and at other times it looked so relaxed it could fall asleep standing up. I wonder if it was just the first reactions of the crowd to a, to a line or a laugh or something. Yeah, I thought about that too. So he said, he said, oh, no, the dog, Charlie's the dog. He said, mm-hmm. Charlie will be fine. This is Charlie's like 50th show we've done this. Wow. We've done this at. And, but I did think of that because sometimes he would scream into the microphone. Mm-hmm. And I always think about that with dogs too. Like, if you're like when you are on the phone, what does your dog think you're doing? Yeah. Because normally you're talking either to your wife or to the dog. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm home by myself and I talk out loud, I'm talking to the dog. Even if. I'm not expecting anything of her. I might just say, we got to go shopping one of these days. They're running out of food over here. Right. But you're looking at her. But I'm looking at her. Like, when I'm on the phone, she must be thinking, what is this guy doing? Well, she's probably thinking, it's Gina again. <laughs> <laughs> is that Gina calling? But I think about, too, if I very rarely, if I'm on, put my heads, my headphones on and walk her and talk on the phone at the same time. I don't do that very often. Mm-hmm. But I I wonder if she thinks why is he talking the entire walk? Yeah, I I don't know how far down the thought process they go with that. Yeah, I what, don't know either. What kind of dog? Uh, he had a dog that he got from. Uh, he was on vacation on one of the islands, and it was a street dog mm-hmm. he, he took back. So it looks like it's just a mix, a mixture. Mm. I can show you a photo uh, when we're done. But uh, yeah, it was funny because I was telling Gene all about him at Tom Green, and I said, you know, he. I said, last I saw him on social media, he got a dog, he got a camper, and he just went around the United States filming stuff just hmm. for himself. Hmm. So this is the dog. Cool. And he, Tom Green now lives in, he moved back to Canada. He sold his house in LA, moved to Canada to a farm, mm-hmm. and he drove down to the stress factory, as he hmm. called it, just six hours down the road. Yeah, sure. But... He also told me, he said something that I didn't know, and I'll see if you know this. You're a bit of a science guy. Mm -hmm. He said on his farm he has a mule. Okay. He has two mules. All right. 
and he said that a mule is a horse and a donkey mixed. Sterile also. Right. That two mules cannot mate and produce a mule. Correct. What, that is wild stuff. Yeah. It's yeah, that that that's you know, sometimes when they'll they'll cross two species of, uh, or varieties of plant, the offspring is sterile. Like its seeds aren't gonna do anything. But they're not they're naturally like a a like in other words, a horse or mule mounted the other one and had sex mm-hmm. with it. They didn't take the sperm of a, of a that is correct. Okay, but then in the but then the, those breed they can't breed. Correct. It's sterile offspring. Like they they're they're close enough to to be able to interbreed, but their offspring that's the end of the line. It can't reproduce. Man, I would have thought something like that would happen between humans and monkeys. Um, you like how so close we are? Yeah, yeah. That is that's a fair point. With chimpanzees, we share like ninety-eight yeah. percent of our DNA. Like I can't have uh whatever breed a chimpanzee and a human would be that that that's that thing couldn't breed but no yeah well thank god <laughs> is that know. what planet of the apes was based on no 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 it was not it was just you know apes had sort of were ready to make to make that next cognitive leap in oh, evolution okay. so they were full on apes oh yes that then got smarter well three different species in the mythos of the Planet of the Apes movies. Oh, is that right? Gorillas, which were the soldiers and were more aggressive. The orangutans, which were more cerebral and were the leaders of the of that community. And then the chimpanzees, which were sort of in the middle. Oh, well, if we were closest to chimpanzees, shouldn't they have been the most Well, the yes, smartest? but I, I don't think they, they delved that deeply into yeah. that. And actually, I don't know what, if the time... When they made those movies, I don't know if the closeness of us and chimps uh, versus the other great apes, I don't oh. know if that was... You know if we were there in science yet. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. One of the other things, I had posted a picture of Tom Green holding up his dog at the end of the mm-hmm. night. He picked up Charlie and he was going to leave. He said, if you want to take a picture of Charlie. It's a medium-sized dog? Yeah, medium-sized dog. And I also, speaking of people bringing their dogs... Uh, Kirk Herbstreet this year has brought his gold golden retriever Ben around really? everywhere, like he's been on the the game day uh, side and at the Thursday night football with Al Michaels and uh, I'm pretty sure he's been on those and all the college football games he's doing Ben Ben is a thing yeah see that's cool it is and People... it's nice to be able to have that pull to be able to say I'm I'm doing this. Yeah, I thought about that with Tom Green. It's like he had a clear that he's bringing a sure. dog to all of these venues he's yeah. going to. And then he probably said, if if, if uh, I can't, then I'm not doing the show. Yeah, then I can't do it. Yeah, so that must be nice. I mean, I got written up for bringing Cooper You did, in. yeah. Yeah, yeah. you did not get a, yeah, no worries. Mm-hmm. But uh, people, I, t- I posted the photo of Tom Green holding his dog, and people were like, he looks terrible, Tom meaning. Mm. He looks old. And it reminded me of a of a time when Jerry Seinfeld called in and Craig said to him, you're looking old these days. That's what Craig said to him. Mm-hmm. And he said, that's because you keep seeing me on TV from 1997. Yes. Yeah. And this, Tom Green was popular on MTV. In it the was 90s. 1999. 
when he was 28 years old. Yeah. So you're, you're comparing him to a 28-year-old, and he's 52 now. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Uh, but I thought he looked pretty good. Like, he's... Uh, he looks to be trim. He doesn't have a muscle on his body, but right. he's, you know, a thin guy. Same same kind of act? Yeah, I actually thought it was a really interesting act because I didn't know what to expect because uh, I never saw his stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. And it was part stand-up comedy. It was part nostalgia and just talking about his, his life. Mm-hmm. Then it was even part, like, philosophy on life and looking at life now. Mm-hmm. I love people like that. Like, they're my favorite type of podcast guests are people that were famous for a sort of a short amount of time and are now much older and reflecting back on it. I think they make for really interesting people. Yeah. And all the stuff. I didn't realize all the stuff he did, like just things like hosting Saturday Night Live, doing a movie, hosting uh, when Letterman was ill with his heart issues. He got to host Letterman mm-hmm. a couple times. Like, he just did a lot of stuff in a short amount of time. And now, part of it seems, in some ways, seems lonely. Like, he bought a farm, and he's on that farm in Canada. And he's not married? No, not married. Doesn't appear to be in a relationship. He married Drew Barrymore, remember? Do you remember that at all? As a, for, in real life? Or? Yeah, in real oh, life. Oh, okay. Not yeah, a in bit. real life. Not a bit. They were married for only a short time. Um, and I didn't see him linked to anybody after that. But like now he's on this farm. He seems very isolated. It's him and his dog. He travels the country, just him and his dog, in a in a camper. I don't know. It just seemed, seemed sad in a way, too. But it sounds like that's what he wants. Yeah, there was some doubt in his, you know, performance that he is he is clearly not where he wanted to be at 52. Oh, okay. That that seems seemed obvious in the thing. But still weird. Mhm. Still a weird guy. And uh, I just thought about that time when you and I got to talk to him yeah, for a long time when he was he came in here. Because he showed up earlier or something? Yeah, he showed up earlier. And, like, I booked him, I think he's been on three times over the years. Yeah. Twice with twice with Boomer and Carton, or maybe just once with Boomer and Carton, twice with Boomer and Geo. And they, both times, you know, I know so much about Tom Green that I wanted to do the interview. And so I thought the interviews he did on here were not great. Yeah. But you and I got to kind of talk to him about everything in the room where you and I sit yes. prior to him going on. That was an interesting conversation. Yeah. It seems like a, he's a very nice guy. Yeah, very nice guy. And and different and reflective. Yes. Well, I think he's gotten more, like, the more he goes on, the more reflective he yeah. is getting. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. It was kind of, uh, I was, I'm glad I went because, again, like, my friend asked me to go. I was like, oh. I was like, yeah, I should say yes to things. But then, of course, the day of, it was like, oh, I got to go up to yeah. New Brunswick. But, I don't know, it was cool. And it was cool that he brought the dog. And what did he do, about a, an hour, a little over? I think probably a little less. There, mm. was an op- there was an opening act who was terrible. A middle guy who was, I thought, terrible. But Gina and uh, my friend John thought he was all right. 
Uh, and then Tom Green was awesome. So, so like 40 minutes? Probably maybe? the whole thing started when... No, well, for him. Uh, yeah, probably 50 minutes, maybe an hour, 50 minutes to an hour. But uh, yeah, it was cool. It was, uh, it, was, it was cool to see him. I want to see the, the, I consider him a TV pioneer. Oh, so for sure. I want to see these people before they, you know, yeah. or stop doing stuff again, mm-hmm. you know. So that was a cool one. And then I started following him on Instagram after that. And then he was just on live his entire drive home. Just not talking the whole time. He couldn't have been. Oh, no, he was talking. He was singing about chocolate donuts. It was, you know, it was very Tom Green, mm. you know. So I was trying to figure out, like, what happened to him. And I guess it was in the that MTV heyday, then he got testicle cancer mm. and then had to step down from his show. And that's when I think Jackass came on. And it was like, oh, another level of pranks. Mm-hmm. Now it's not just pranks. Now it's like we're harming ourselves yeah. in doing the pranks. Which I don't care for. Yeah. The Tom Green stuff was so much. Uh, yes. Cutting edge. Cutting edge. For sure. Cutting edge stuff. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I also had a very strange incident before I went to the show. Okay. This might this is a old man prostate talk, I believe. All right. Okay. Never experienced this before. So I um, take a shower. I'm uh, brushing my teeth. You know, I'm done. I, I shower. I fully dress. I'm getting ready to go to the show. Said, ah, you know, I'm going to brush my teeth again. I'm going to be around close people. Brush up. As I'm brushing my teeth, I kind of feel like I have to pee. And I'm like, hmm. Uh, all right, well, I'll finish brushing my teeth and go pee. I'll finish brushing my teeth. I take the water in my mouth to swish, and when the water fills my mouth, a shoot of pee came out of my penis. No way. Yeah. That's a weird one. Yes. And I was like, it felt like, I was like, what? I go into the bathroom, giant pee spot. Oh, my God. It squirted out. That's that's bizarre. It was very did you Google it? No, I didn't Google it. But strangely enough, like a week ago, I got a, a, a message from a guy on uh, Instagram who was asking me. He had a thing like that happen to him. Yes. And I know. And I used uh, one of the clips last yes. Friday, the urine leakage clip. Urine leakage. Yeah. I, I, he said, I, I didn't Google it because he said he claimed to Google it and never couldn't find anything. I was like, what the hell was that? Yes. That never happened to me before. And it was triggered by you rinsing your mouth. By, right, by filling my mouth. That is bizarre. Yeah. I've never heard of that. It went, like I oh, had to change jeans. Uh, sure. No, I believe what happened. <laughs> it but wasn't the, full pee. But the, the trigger, the causality is, is like, because that's not what that guy described. No. Uh, as his, you know, it was just a random leakage. Yeah. This was, that is odd. But you know how people used to pull this prank? I never understood it, but they'd be like, oh, like, oh, in the frat house, if a yeah, guy was yeah. sleeping. The hand in the water. Yeah, which I would never trigger did urine. that or never had that done to me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that must be some, 
you but but you could almost kind of understand that a bit more i guess yeah because at least you know, you're unconscious yeah your unconscious mind and something with the i, I don't yeah. know i don't know what that was that's bizarre mm-hmm. mm. i know now it's in my head like every time i kind of have to go to the bathroom like, i better go now right you're brushing know. your teeth on the bowl now <laughs> <laughs> sitting down on the yeah, toilet yeah. <laughs> brushing my teeth yeah it was uh, very strange yeah that is that's a bizarre one very bizarre really threw me off oh i'm of that i'm sure yeah. Now you don't take prostate meds. No. See, I do. When's you, when's your next uh, urology your urologist visit? Oh, I st- I don't even I don't go unless I have a problem. But I did go to Princeton Longevity. Yes. In March, and they told me my prostate looked good. Okay. They were d- imaging wise though, mm-hmm. but and that was March. March, so, yeah. Mm. I could be falling apart though from March. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, all it takes is... Uh, well, I would say if there's another incident, oh. I would then schedule a urologist visit. I'm like, am I going to have to start wearing some sort of liner in my underpants? Yeah. yeah. That was weird. Very, very strange. Really threw me off. Let's um, hope it doesn't happen Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Um, so I went to do uh, blood work this weekend. Mm-hmm. And tell me how you feel about this. So I go to the place... I scheduled my own blood work. Mm-hmm. This is just to draw blood. Yeah, just to draw blood. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get a full uh, blood panel. Sure. I like to do it once a year. I don't go through my doctor. I just order it online and go to the lab, and then they send you the results, and it's yeah. very easy to read. And if there's a problem, I'll go to the doctor. So part of the panel is the blood work and urine. So they go, okay, here's the urine cup. The bathroom's down here on the left. You uh, urinate into the cup put the lid on it. There's a compartment in the room. Yes. You put it in there and then they're able to get it from the other side. It's like a bank thing. Yes. Yeah. So I go down to the hall. There's a guy already in the bathroom. He comes out with his urine. And the girl goes, oh, I'll take it from you. I go in, I urinate. I go, I open up the uh, thing. There's other urines in there. Mm. They didn't get the other urines. I should not have access to other people's urines. Uh, you shouldn't because you could, like, whatever, drop uh, acid or drugs in it or right. something. Right. I could have dropped acid or drugs or, mm-hmm. like, marijuana. Yeah, anything. I could have pricked my finger, dropped blood right. in or it. You, go, you got put, blood in your urine. Like, a, oh, put a sugar packet in it. Oh, my God, you're really <laughs> diabetic. <laughs> I could have done anything. Yes. Not no, only sh- that, it had, and these weren't, like, printed out labels on them. Sharpie marker yeah. names on them. Yeah, now Jones. I know. Yeah. <laughs> now I know this guy's getting his urine checked. I don't know before I could create something in my mind though, where he's yeah. this guy must be a drug. He's getting his urine checked. Yeah. And I said to the to uh, one of the women working, I go, oh, I go, you kind of getting backed up in the uh, urine receptacle area. She goes, oh yeah, we'll get it. Yeah. No rush. Yeah. I didn't no. care for that. No rush. No privacy. Yeah, it seems a little sloppy to me. It is loose ends, as Boomer would right. say. And, and by the way, if if you just if you take him into wherever that other side of the that pass through is, and just put it on a shelf there, that that's fine. Right. And in fact, when I put my urine into the wall there, I had to pass that room right next to it. No one in there. You're right. Just get the urine out. I don't want to see yeah, another so urine. You don't have access to it, or someone else doesn't have access to yours. Right. Or the idea that they know I, ur- I urinated in a cup. 
Yeah, well, but I think that's standard for, you know, when you get... Any type of work? Yeah. Yeah, that's... I know for a diabetic test, it for sure is, 100%. Yeah. And for a lot of tests, they like to check, because it also, uh, they could check, it's really to check kidney function, to see if there's any proteins uh, in your urine that means yeah. would in, that would indicate some sort of a kidney problem. Can they figure out why I shot a urine out of my wiener the other day, randomly? Uh, I, that I don't know. If they have an answer to that, I'd like no, to know. Yeah. Yeah, ever since I moved, I don't have like any doctors. Mm. I just, I don't know. I probably need to figure that out. Uh, at some point, I mean, you're very healthy. So, you know, I've got like eight doctors, but um, again, I've got a long list of crap. But if so. I go to a urologist now just to be like, hey, I want to establish mm-hmm. a relationship with a urologist, they're going to want to put his finger in the butt. For sure, 100%. I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. I I understand. Yeah. Nobody wants that. No, nobody wants well, most people. Uh, and most people don't want to do uh, colonoscopies. Yeah, but that at least you're Yeah, you're out. Yeah, like they should have checked my prostate while I was out for colonoscopy. Yeah. Like have the urologist run in. Yeah, there you go. There you yeah, go. Yeah, this guy's fine. They didn't do that at Princeton? Uh no, they it's uh in the imaging they saw. Oh, okay. But they they didn't get the prostate check. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Very unpleasant. Yeah, it is. That's why I go for the blood test first. And as long as the blood test is in line, I'm like, I'm not going to get... They do that PSA as part of that? Yeah, PSA test. Mm -hmm. Well, not part of it. You have to get that separate. But it's available. It's it's available to you, yeah. They do make it available. It exists. Yes. You are aware it exists, yes. And you could get it if you like. So, I don't know. I like to do all those. Like I started keeping notes on my phone, like when I do medical things, so mm-hmm. I could go. Oh, I'm due for this, or I get this uh, blood work. It's good to do yearly blood work. Yeah. Well, I get it done so much with like uh, all my other things. Yeah. You know. That... So you're getting your blood tested year multiple uh, times. T- it l- usually twice a year for diabetes, and then when I go to the rheumatologist, uh, he'll he will draw blood also once a year. So I'm having it drawn up probably about four times a year. Oh, and you're checking your blood all... Are you still checking your blood or no? Finger sticks, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. as much because of the continuous blood, uh, blood glucose monitoring system I have. And yeah. then the upgrade I just had to my pump, it, uh, it it requires less finger sticks. But I still... I will do it even more than it asks just to make sure it's it's, it's doing... It's calibrated correctly. Right, actually, you could have been a perfect person to contaminate the urine samples. Yes, for sure. Because you have the needle that you could have pricked your finger with. Yeah. Dip it into somebody's urine. Now they got blood in the urine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'll That's be correct. being treated for blood in the urine and scared. Right. What if they mix up my urine with somebody? Like, but then oh. also, the, yeah. Yeah. I would, yeah, I'd, I'd really want to have to go out of my way to mess with somebody, which yeah. I don't, but... You'd I have could to have. be like a Tom Green prankster. Yes. <laughs> Your reality show, you filming yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going, here I am. I'm going to put blood in this person's urine <laughs> to really throw them off. And then you get their name and you call them a few months later. You didn't really have blood in your urine. Yeah, oh, no, I, it was me. I was just trying to prove a point. I did get a, a, a questionnaire from the, a survey from the lab saying, oh, how did things go? 
Mm-hmm. It's like, mm, didn't yeah. like, didn't like that I had access to other people's urine. A little sloppy, to be honest. <laughs> a little sloppy. And in a lab situation. Yep. You don't want that. Not ideal. Not ideal. I also don't like when they call your name in front of the yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Well, what are they supposed to do at that point? I don't know. Give you a number when you walk in. I guess. That would be cool. Yeah. You walk in, you go, but, okay. Then it's like you're buying pastries. <laughs> number 11. 11? Yes, right here. Yes. I'm 11. Give me your urine. <laughs> the other weird thing with they when they do that sometimes is at a pharmacy, if you get your drugs at a wall, you know, you go into mm-hmm. the CVS or something and they'll be, you'll be like, oh, I'm here to pick up my prescription. They'll be like, oh, uh, okay, last name, Scazzeri. And they go over there. I don't see anything. What was it for? Meanwhile, it's all people yeah, around. Right. Here. Exactly. What was it for something I don't want you to know? Right. It's for my prostate condition. Yeah. It's my boner pills. <laughs> it should be under V for Viagra boner pills. That's not right either. No. There's no. No privacy, Eddie. Urine available. You know my pills. Yeah. Terrible. I'm okay with the pharmacist knowing, but not to oh, yeah, announce no. it. Pharmacist, yes, of course. Yeah. It's also weird. I wonder how truthful people are when they're, um, they go to the doctor and then the doctor, the nurse comes in first and she'll say like, um, are you on any medications? Do people tell all their medications? Uh, I do. I do as well. Cause I don't want something to interact. I'm saying if people, I guess it even happens when you go to the dentist. They'd be like, and what pills do you take? What? You're the dentist. Yeah. Right. Well, they, they may to need too. to know. Right. Like, can't I fill it out? Boner pills. <laughs> the girl would be like, you're on boner pills, sir? Yeah. You're like, mm, it's not going to affect my teeth. I ain't telling anybody <laughs> nothing. It's not right. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up show. Sure. And who, uh, who did I do that with? That would be CeeLo. Oh, CeeLo. Jerry will be back tomorrow. Yes, and maybe Santa will bring you some uh, Depends for your stocking. Do not bring me Depends. I was thinking there's got to be not like a full-on diaper. There must be like a nice pad I can I put in the guess, front like in case a, I squirt out pee again. Like a, a pad that uh, a woman would wear? Yeah, wear yeah a, little, a maxi a pad higher. with wings. Yeah, wings. Maxi pad with wings. If you've ever had this experience, please uh, DM me. I know you don't want to put it right on Twitter, but you could just DM it to me. Yeah. Or on Instagram. Curious what your thoughts are. Because I had one time many years ago where I had a poop and I ended up pooping my pants. The mm. emergency. That still, this was when I was in Florida. Still in the back of my head of when I had to go to the bathroom. It's traumatic. And now I got something in the front, something in the back. Good times. So. so-